We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, John Halpin. Hey, everybody, it's John Halpin, and welcome to the December 3rd episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Tim Heaney and I are going to review all the week 13 fantasy Sunday action to get you ready for your fantasy playoffs in most cases. Um, so, Fishbowl. You had a buy. I had a very nice week. I need to send Tariq Cohen some sort of gift, I think. It's that time of year. <laughs> that was awesome yesterday. Wonder what Tariq Cohen would need. Right? That's a that's a good tweet at us, comment at us. That's thing. like a fellow short guy too, so there's a there's a kinship <laughs> going on with him and me. You, you don't want to mess up his style of play too much though. No. Know? Yeah. Yeah, that guy, he was just he was fantastic. I we kinda knew that. See the thing is yesterday with the Chase Daniel playing again, last week. Everything went to Cohen and Gabriel. And it still went to Cohen yesterday. Gabriel, not so much. Allen Robinson got back involved, and I figured he was dead in the water without Trubisky playing, but he had, a, he had an okay day. Yeah, he turned out okay. But, uh, yeah, Cohen, of course, the intermediate stuff was, was in, in play again big time. So he's, uh, you know, hopefully you're starting him during this one, even though Trubisky coming back this coming week. Um, I don't know if it changes much, but I think it lowers the ceiling a little bit. Yep. Tiny bit. 
Um, big news today. There is there is some partying going on at the Rotowire Home Office in Madison. <laughs> with Michael all the McCarthy cheese. Fired. At, it, all for those the of cheese. you who don't know and don't listen often, uh, all the Packers fans at the Rotowire Home Offices detest Mike McCarthy. So they are very, very happy this morning. Party's still going, I think, was overnight, last I, last I checked. Yeah. I mean, other than the losing to the Cardinals at home thing that they're obviously unhappy about. I think Joe, the, yeah. Joe's, Joe Bartle's thing was he wanted them to lose every game the rest of the season mm-hmm. to ensure that McCarthy would get fired because he didn't believe it would happen. Uh, talk, talk about getting a, a holiday wish, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what the weirdest one I saw, though? Mm-hmm. So people are, all, of course, they're speculating on who's going to come in. There's a lot of speculation from McCarthy to the Browns already, which I... Uh, anyway. Why? <laughs> um, but for the Packers, like, oh, and of course, people are steering toward offensive-minded coaches. So it's like, what could, what could a brilliant offensive mind do with Aaron Rodgers, right? Mm-hmm. Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, that dude <laughs> couldn't go 500 at Texas Tech. I'm sure he's really <laughs> smart. And is creative, but it's like, you know, (laughs) really? The air raid is all the rage these days, though. I know, but (laughs) it had to succeed for you at some point, didn't it? Or the whole team had to succeed. Like, and and maybe it could work. I mean, you know, Bill Parcells was a, you know, mediocre one-year coach at the Air Force Academy. So I don't know. Maybe it could work. Well, Aaron Jones could run out of the spread offense, I think. Yeah. I just found that that to be a really interesting one. Like, wow. it's funny. I mean, I'm surprised we're not having Freddie Kitchens thrown out there already. Yeah, about what right? all the success he's had. Everybody loves Freddie Kitchens. Man, Saturday, Nick Chubb was so close to getting to call all the plays on Sunday. I know. Oh, that would have been fun. Yeah, I was excited about that. Um, it was a good game, the, though. That was a really good game. Uh, poor, but yeah, when they missed the field goal, things you could see, so you could sort of feel it turn a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. When well, missed, you so. can't give Alabama too many third chances. No, you, you know? really, really can't, and you can't. Fake punt at midfield with three minutes left, especially when the opposing team has their basically their base defense out playing for a fake on fourth mm-hmm. and eleven. Yep. College, you see, okay, I'm not a huge college, and we'll get to the pros after this. We promise. We swear. But I'm not a huge college football guy. I mean, I like it. I just don't watch it as much. Mm-hmm. But my observation has always been that most of those college coaches, their primary job is to be good recruiters. And it never surprises me when they do really dumb stuff because a lot of them do. And I know pro coaches can be too conservative and that's hopefully changing a bit, mm. but there's just so many, like I watch people, like I, I used to all the stuff that Les Miles used to do at LSU. I was like, what is that guy doing? It, 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 my, my kid playing, my 11 year old kid playing Madden knows better than to do that. Right. Um, yeah. It's, it's sometimes it's the flash outweighs, um, you know, logic with some of these yeah. situations. I mean, I, I mean, Kirby Smart's obviously building a fantastic program at Georgia. So sure. Saying he's a bad coach. I'm not saying that. Just the in-game decisions sometimes by college coaches always strikes me as just – it strikes me as weird way too often. There's not as much impulse control in the, as in the NFL. Right. So. Yeah. Okay. The other thing, um, do you think yeah. any – I mean, for, for <coughs> I people hope. who own Kareem Hunt, do not, in my opinion – do not sit here and say, maybe someone will claim him and maybe over the next three weeks he'll be back on an NFL field. That seems foolish. I think the backlash at this point is making me think otherwise. Yeah. Like, which, which justifiably, hold. justifiably. Yeah. I mean, if you want to hold him as a lottery ticket and there's literally nothing else you could do that's good with that roster spot, <sighs> Yeah. fine, but I'm sure mm-hmm. there is. Like, you could claim Justin Jackson and that would be a better bet. 
Well, more immediate help for sure. Right. And, uh, well, I mean, and Gordon, well, the thing is, even Gordon's supposed to return this week, but right. that, that, that's up in the air still. But that, but just even with even with Jordan Gordon likely to return this week, Justin Jackson, for instance, would still be a better bet to help you in weeks 14, 15, 16 than right. Cream Hunt. Like, yeah. there's, there's no, there's really not a likely play here for the next three weeks for Cream Hunt. I know if you, if you own him, I know it's hard. I, I I don't know what his ownership level is, but I'm sure there are people out there going. Maybe I'll just hold and 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 something crazy could happen. Yeah, it's not gonna. Well, you know, we, we saw the Washington with with Ruben Foster stuff. Um, maybe a little bit more of a high profile in this one because he's an offensive player and he's he's had such a good season. But I'm with but, you. I would I would I wouldn't think anyone would take the risk on this late in the season ruined team chemistry. Blah blah blah. Maybe but he was already on the commissioner's exempt list. Yeah, that's so, true. So it wasn't just the team. Yeah. Yeah, don't right. do that, everybody. All right, um, we're going to recap all the games, and there's a lot of games, so we're going to... Hunt, Hunt is 69% in Yahoo, by the way, rostered. Yeah, so, he should be yeah. 0.0. So yeah. let's let's just cut bait, folks. Find someone good, and we'll, we'll try to help you, especially a little bit today, and especially tomorrow when Jake and I talk about free agency. Okay, check us out on Twitter. Tim is at Tim underscore Heaney. I'm at Hoppin 37 uh, You can also tweet us at Rotowire. You can get the player updates at Rotowire NFL, and you can find us on Facebook. All right. Bucks Panthers first. Uh, lots of angry people in Charlottetown. Lots. <laughs> now going to our live report in Charlotte football. It's uh, John Halpin. So, so <laughs> yesterday, Jason Lockenfora from CBS Sports had a report saying if things keep going badly, the owner's getting impatient and might clean house. And everybody started asking Ron Rivera that after the game. And the fans are all yelling on the radio that Rivera needs to get fired. And it's just a big – it's – a month ago, this looked so promising. They were 6-2. and two, And now everybody hates everything. So – I mean, when Greg Olson teared up during last week's conference, you know that's that's a sign of things that are breaking down. So Greg, so Greg Olson, um, speaking, speaking of breaking down, yeah, yeah, done for the season. Plantar fascia uh, in the foot, gone, done. See ya. Ian Thomas catches some balls yesterday. I was I was uh, pushing him a month and a half ago or so. He it, when Olson was out weeks two, three, and five, he had fourteen targets in those three games. You're right. But DJ Moore was kind of not really a huge part of the offense then. True. So, um, I, I would in a, in a normal year, not that tight ends always deep, but this year, and we've said it over and over and over that uh, what a wasteland it is. Mm-hmm. I might take a shot at him this week. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Go ahead. And I, I haven't done rankings, so I, I know I need to put that in context. But but I think Ian Thomas, if you're if you are a cat. You know, perennially casting about for a decent tight end, Ian Thomas might be worth a look for you. Browns, Saints, Falcons for the fantasy playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, not, you know, Browns is a great matchup statistically. Saints can be if a team uses a tight end a lot because that's secondary and Atlanta's kind of mid range, but, you know, Deion Jones' return might cast some doubt into that. You know, top 20 tight end, I think. It depends on who's owned and who's, you know, who, who's available, but I think he can sneak into that discussion every week. Right. All so. right. Um, otherwise here, McCaffrey, solid yeah. day again, had that big play early, camp four picks. And, and okay, did you see the, what happened with the Hail Mary? Uh, this is the second time. The second time. They had to take uh, him out for a Hail Mary. Yes, yes, they did. I saw that. And, and we, I, I, I knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that can't be good. Like, I'm not saying, yeah. oh, you need a quarterback that can throw a Hail Mary. If you have a quarterback whose shoulder is bothering him enough to where he can't, there's, there's got to be something. I know Cam's actually having a decent season, but there's something wrong here. Like, that's, that's not good. It, it's, not, it's not ideal. I mean, you know, we noticed in the early season when Andrew Luck had to be taken out on his, on his Hail Mary for Brissett, 
you know, it's, it didn't didn't point anything wrong, I guess, in the future, but it was more of a, oh, he might not have the arm strength to do this type of thing. So not good for your deep ball uh, for the rest of the season if you're kind of worried about that. He was taking a lot of shots as usual. Yeah, too, so. he was. Yeah. Um, otherwise, with the Panthers, uh, I mean, Samuel actually played well. The Funches stole a touchdown. He did. So yeah. that was kind of funny. Um, on the other side, Jameis, the, the, <laughs> the uh, game manager protecting the ball, Jameis Winston. No, it's uh, it's it's you know I'm sure you're happy about it. You know, fantasy Jameis, <laughs> Team Jameis, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that guy, and he ran for 48 yards. Yeah, I mean, even without, do you, you almost think without Deshaun Jackson, the offense works better? I like Godwin, so yeah, yeah I, I'm fine. I'm fine with that assessment. Yeah, because you know, Djax is just all go deep, and then everybody else is kind of has to fester for things and and all that, but. You know, Braid, Braid didn't have a huge game, really. Nope. Um, yeah, mostly Godwin. Humphreys is uh, strong, man. Hum- Humphreys, yeah. Humphreys, yeah. That's a great... He, he's just, he is just racking up the PPR points. He really there's, is. There, there's your number one tight end of Tampa Bay, Adam Humphreys. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on the other side, yeah, Curtis Samuel, 11 targets, by the way. That's a lot. I was not expecting that. I thought with Funches back, they would sort of fight each other for the ball a little bit. Yeah, I mean, well, Funches was kind of limited with snaps. I think the report said that, and, you know, I, I think that that should continue just in general. I think Samuel's just a much better weapon. He can yep. do things after the catch, actually, you know, different type of player. Um, yeah. I, I also don't think we appreciate Peyton Barber enough. He's not good, but he it's the same logic that I was talking about last week with LeGarrette Blunt. It's like, okay, this is a team that can score some points, and, and if they score a rushing touchdown, odds are great that he's the guy to get it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he might just fall into the end zone and get lucky. Now he's, he's three weeks in a row with a touchdown. I mean, he's still three yards a carry or something. But yeah. it, next yeah, few weeks are bad, though. There are Saints at Ravens and at Cowboys. So all top five Ooh. run mm-hmm. deep defenses against fantasy running backs. So, yeah. That's I don't like that too much. No. Yeah. All right, move on. Giants-Bears. Tree Cohen we talked Ooh. about already. Thank you, Tree Cohen. This was a game. This too. was a game. My um my my daughter thinks that the Giants should start Odell Beckham at quarterback next year. <laughs> I don't think I don't think she's totally off base on that. <laughs> right. We had a chat about that yesterday. It's like, why don't they just do that? Well, you see. <laughs> and then I go, maybe. And then I then I snap back. I got back to my senses. OBJ uh, Randall L. What it could work. Yeah, exactly. No? <laughs> uh, we talked about Allen Robinson getting a little more. Jordan Howard was good. Giants are easy to run on now, too. Yeah. So without Harrison. That play early, that interception by Chase Daniel. That was a nice tackle. Nice horse collar by Chase Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> that's good stuff. Oh, um, man. Was, I'm like, oh, that's a good pace today if he's doing that immediately. A friend of mine texted me during the game <laughs> and said that, I mean, this is a guy I grew up with watching and we're old. And he said, Saquon is my favorite Giant since Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. Definitely the biggest show, I think, since then. He's so fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, he really is. Uh, Red Ellison, seven targets. You know, I don't know when Evan Ingram's getting back, but Red Ellison—that's two games in a row. He's actually that he's actually been a factor, right? Eli likes him better when that, whenever that happens because Ellis, Ellison releases, I guess, a little bit more from his blocking, a little bit more effectively, of course, because he's a better blocker than Ingram. Well, Ingram so doesn't field block at all. Ingram's that's a what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So, um, anything on the other side of this game? Let's see. Uh-huh. Daniel was, yeah, we. This this wasn't surprising to me. No, that the Giants won this game. Well, I mean, you know, Detroit just gives up. The Giants are some for some reason still playing, even though they're trying to get a better draft spot. 
Right. But, I mean, Detroit <laughs> was in that game last week until the pick six. They kind of were, but I don't know. That's still, that's still a defense I would rather test more than the Giants, oddly enough, which is saying a lot. Yeah. So. All right. Dolphins, Bills. How much do we love fantasy Josh Allen? <laughs> he's, he's a spectacle. That guy. Some, he's oh. just great. Some of those stiff arms he threw, yeah, really, really impressive. He's it's so great. I mean, yeah, in real life, man, I'm, I'm, I don't want him throwing passes for me at all. But no, <laughs> you know, dude, he, he just wings them. He doesn't even check down. He doesn't even consider a check down. He did ever. the one, the one on the scramble that he threw to the back of the end zone. That was a good one. Oh, to say, yeah, the, the yeah, tip-toe. yeah, really that cool. was nice. Say so, Jones had a nice day. Yeah, he did. I, but do you trust it at all? Well, well, he was the one lining up, I think, away from Xavier Howard. I like Zay Jones as a long-term prospect. I still think there's a lot to like there about how his, his instincts go. His, his cuts are better than I imagine them to be. Yep. Um, and Allen can challenge downfield. Jones can benefit from that. He hasn't really had a guy that can do that since since debuting. So I, as for as for the, the near future, you know, I think this is a one-off where they just kind of were, were flinging it around. And like I said, avoiding the top cornerback that's a shutdown guy, they, they went his way a little bit more. So Last five games, targets for Jay, Zay Jones. 8, 6, 11, 1, 9. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yep. that's a decent, other than maybe last week's the anomaly, and there's a lot of targets here. I think he's worth owning for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's no question there, but maybe that, you know, as again, you know, we point to the end of buys. It's like you're less urgent to use a guy like that in most cases, but what's the schedule coming up here? We have uh, Jets. Looking Jets. And Detroit. At Detroit. Home. Speaking of Detroit. So, yeah, yeah, not, you know, not tough ones. I mean, week 16 is at the Patriots, but the next two weeks are, are actually kind of friendly. Yeah, and he was eight for ninety-three and one against the Jets a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So maybe an interesting guy there. Do we have a? Do you have Yahoo pulled up? I I'll, pull, I'll, I'll grab it. I'll grab it one second. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Josh one Allen, one percent owned. One percent owns. They don't see that. That needs a spike. Yeah, <laughs> a, a worth a look for sure. I mean, yeah. again, obviously, depending on what you have. All right, let me give you. Let me give you one. Yeah. Would you rather have a guy, a guy whose name is going to come up later and more people own? Would you rather own Zay Jones or Cortland Sutton? Uh, I still think Sutton. It's close, but I think it's Sutton. close though. Yeah, because I, I think the the instinct that everybody not everybody people felt like they had to go get Sutton at some point. Well, and it's been fine. Yeah, but Zay Jones is a. I mean, this is a pretty you know there, there's a pretty decent body of work building up over the second half of the season here. I just trust Keenum downfield more than Allen. That's fair. Which is, you know, which Allen's arm strength is not a question. It's just the accuracy. Yep. So. Yeah. All right. Um, it, yeah, Josh Allen, last two games, 61 fantasy points, 234 rushing yards. <laughs> that, that'll play, right? <laughs> Take that, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I think that Jackson gets almost too much of the hype. I think, I think Jackson will end up being a better passer, but Allen, his running style, very, very much underrated compared to Jackson. Being and a lot of the and if you've been watching Lamar Jackson throw, that's not saying a lot. It's not. Um. I don't know what happened. I, I, I need someone smarter than me to, to make me understand that because he looked like he could. Be, so many smart people got so offended at the notion that Lamar Jackson was just a runner coming out of college. That oh, he was in this. I look at look how his eyes stay downfield and he's a, and he's a good passer and you're selling him short. He's. It's not. Well, that's so far. It's not good. Yeah, but that's the. I mean, I, you you watch his RPO instincts. They're really ridiculous, though. Yeah. I think that's what he's gonna live off of. Because yep. you know, when when he keeps things deceptive near the line of scrimmage, when he has space, is he gonna throw or gonna pass? He's really good at that aspect of it. Yep. So I think that'll carry him. Is there any chance? Well, we're gonna talk more about the Ravens later. 
Um, yeah. Dolphin side of things. So Tannehill, Tannehill, why he doesn't run much anymore? Like that that was kind of his fantasy calling card that we could count on some rushing yards from him. Mm-hmm. Converted, not, uh, converted wideout. Yeah, yeah, not really <laughs> doing great. But I mean, he threw three touchdowns, but eh. he's he's had so much erratic leadership on offense, you know, because, I mean, he's, he's been injured also in between, but then, you know, before Adam Gase came here, he was kind of going between offensive coordinators. It's kind of a lost prospect. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going to be anything amazing, but he's had so many starts and stops in his career. You know, it's a guy that maybe long-term you might want to think about buying low on a little bit if you're kind of stashing two quarterbacks in like a keeper league or something. I think there might be something there if, the, if these if these weapons actually kind of lined up well in the next coming years. You really think that? I think I in deeper leagues, you got to consider it. He's 30. I, yeah, but it's just, yeah, but but still, I mean, in two quarterback leagues, if you can kind of get a guy like that cheap, it could be worth something. Yeah, um, I'm out, but you <laughs> <Okay>. can. <laughs> um, Parker and Stills got touchdowns, but they didn't. I mean, there's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot to talk about here with this game. The Drake got a touchdown. Oh, did the Drake get a touchdown? He did, right? Yeah, receiving touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he again <laughs> mystifyingly <laughs> underutilized, but he got a touchdown. Yeah. Son of a bitch, Kenny Drake. I hate this. I hate, Down three. Down I hate three. everything about Kenyon Drake's fantasy season. It's just, I hate it. Uh, Jags Colts, not a lot to talk about from a fantasy standpoint here. Speaking of, speaking of, you know, nothing, yeah. Except Eric Ebron being as busy as we expected in the absence of Jack Doyle. I think more than we expected even, but yeah. Yeah, 16 targets, 10 for 81. He racked some of those up late because at one point in the third quarter, I was, you know, I was flipping and I saw five for 60 or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it sort of, I mean, it wasn't garbage well, time in a 6-0 game. Yeah. Well, Jaguars, one of the worst defenses against tight ends this year, if not the worst. Yep. So, but, he, you know, he's a wide receiver tight end, but whatever. Same difference. Uh, TJ Yeldon, well, I mean, I was going to say, he proved he's going to catch passes when he plays before Nets back this week, so we don't care. Right. So. All right. Um, yeah, Luck had his first down game in a while. Jags got to him. That pass rush looked we, – one week we talked about, you know, their, their bad sack – totals this, this past year. It looked like they got to him a little better. Right. Kept him on his toes a bit. All right. Um, Texans, Browns, Jordan Thomas. Touchdown, few catches. Yeah. Not too shabby. Nice nice complimentary player, Jordan Thomas, when, when he stepped, needed to be. He's not bad. Yeah. Um, Lamar Miller has been fine, but still, Alfred Blue is still getting – he's getting some run because they run so much and they don't want to give Lamar Miller the ball 28 right. times. <laughs> well, Blue's, Blue's not terrible as a, as a pass blocker either. So that, that, that's kind of, I think, where he gets Miller right. a lot of the time. But we're not getting anything. Alfred Blue every game, uh, unless we get lucky and get a touchdown, even if he carries the ball a dozen times, it kind of doesn't help you. It's Yeah, it, at this point in the season, it's not going to compare to right. anything we need. <clears throat> All right. Um, Baker, you know, struggled with some picks. Jarvis Landry. Hey, everybody had, he had, everybody had him on their bench at this point, though. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't or, happening. Yeah. And right. it finally happens. And now I, don't, now I don't know what to do with him. <laughs> They're playing the Panthers this week, who just oh. got torched in the slot by mm-hmm. Adam Humphreys. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean that's been happening to them a bit. Maybe, uh, the Freddie Kitchens change might have impacted him a little bit, and then now we're seeing a little bit more. Yep. He hasn't even with the struggles. He hasn't had fewer than five targets in a game, which I guess is not saying much. But it's you know Landry's such a target hog. Getting back in the flow, jumping up to nine this past week, it's a good sign. So. Right. And then Denver and Cincinnati. I like those matchups. Okay. Um, otherwise, here, uh, Antonio Callaway. Jeez. That guy. It looked, so, it looked like it was going to be so. It, there was so much promise early in the season. Mm-hmm. And then it fell apart. Same with Duke Johnson. 
That guy, Freddie yeah. Kitchens, does not have any use for Duke Johnson. I, I yeah, I, I think when you have a Nick Chubb as a lead back, you don't really care. And now that Landry's actually coming around as a wide receiver again, that yeah. there goes Duke's avenue to actually contributing much. Um, bad. Nick Chubb got a touchdown, so so he he saved his day for you that way. Yeah. What I wouldn't worry about the usage. That was just a bad game flow for him. He still caught a bunch of screens though, so yeah. they're using him that way. Right. But I agree. It's you know you got to look at the context in this one. All right. So next yeah. up, the Packer debacle. <laughs> Sorry guys. That is Sorry such a debacle. Mm. I mean, wow. So. Thank you, Chase Edmonds, for stealing all of DJ's touchdowns. <laughs> this is great. All the David Johnson are happy that their Inside guy the 10, again got twenty some touches yeah. and didn't score. Inside the ten both times, right? What in the yeah. hell did that? How, what happened there? <laughs> I mean, they must. He must have been gas. Is my my guess? I guess. I, don't, DJ? I, I was not. I, I did not watch this game, so I could not tell you that. Right. So, um, otherwise here, yeah, Fitz is still pretty. I, I know he's not helping fantasy owners. That was pretty nice. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good catch. Um, otherwise, Aaron Jones, everybody thought Aaron, that yesterday was the smash day for Aaron Jones, and it didn't really happen. He got the, the touchdown. Weather, yeah. The weather wasn't as bad as we expected it to be. Right. So. But, I mean, generally it was, oh, my gosh, everyone can run on the Cardinals. True. No, absolutely so, true. Jackpot yeah. Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those days just don't, unlike Travis Kelsey, sometimes those days don't pan out. So yeah, the, well, the obvious play well, there. Yeah. I mean, again, he got a touchdown, so it's not like he killed you. But 11, wait, 11 carries he had? 11 like, carries, yeah. Oh, God. That's yeah. not how you win a game. With this Aaron Rodgers, that's not how you win a game. And Jamal Williams had seven. Did something happen there? Uh, I, I didn't see anything. Not that I know of. Okay. Um, and, and that's why Mike McCarthy got fired. <laughs> that's a perfect example. Mike McCarthy. Golly. That was, what a, were you surprised that that happened, by the way? That it happened now? Not overly. Uh, you know, I, I love Tony Dungy ranting about, oh, you got to let him finish out the season. I'm like, no, you don't. If the team just looks deflated, why, why would you just keep going in that direction? Yeah, I mean, and maybe it's, a, you know, everyone, everyone knew it was going to happen, so why not? So, so why go through the motions? Put him through four more games of this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> maybe that was a nice thing to do to McCarthy. The mercy, mercy killing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right, Rams and Lions. Rams get a late cover. That bummed me out. That made me happy. It did, <laughs> but yeah. Well, yeah. I, my my key pick in a you know like a, you pick six and and you pick your key pick. That was my key. Rams off a bye. You yeah. figure, but I I thought yeah. the Lions were going to stay close enough and they just didn't. So Blunt well, Blunt had the same day as he did last week. He just didn't fall into the end zone. Mm-hmm. So that was rough. Well, Aaron Donald just kind of made that not happen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he uh, owned him. Bruce Ellington's PPR floor stays solid. 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 Very yeah. solid. Yeah. Taylor Decker's PPR floor stays solid. <laughs> Second best Lions receiver. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Bruce Ellington. Unbelievable. Carry <laughs> um, on Johnson. Do we know his status? I haven't looked it up. Uh, it doesn't seem to be any, any update on it immediately. Okay. Hopefully he'll play next week because uh, again the, the uh, other than yesterday the cardinals have been, we, we've been able to run on the cardinals so kenny yeah. galladay yesterday appeared to be a friendly matchup for kenny galladay because the rams yeah. corners are in bed well Tlaib came back and i don't know how much they were matched up um i didn't look at the breakdowns either kenny galladay next three weeks this is i saw this tweet from uh matt Harmon at yahoo friend, friend of rotowire yep yeah people yeah next three games He's going to see Patrick Peterson, Tredavious White, and Xavier Rhodes. Oh, boy. So it, it looked like 
all the, all the volume was going toward Kenny Galladay for the, for the rest of the season with everybody else gone. Mm-hmm. And now it doesn't look so rosy. I mean, it's, not, it's another one. It's not like you're going to bench the guy in most cases. Right. But these dreams you had of Kenny Galladay being a league winner, he's got a tough road ahead. Maybe the height advantage over White gives him a little bit of a, of a, of a sell there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not buying too much of that because White's such a good cover corner to begin with. It doesn't matter about height with most people. Right. And Galladay, Galladay's, you know, he had the – I'm not saying he can't carry as, an, as a wide receiver one himself, but it helped to have Jones and Tate. Um, Absolutely. Being the focus, you know, maybe we overestimated how much he'd dive in. Yep. to being the the, the the number one magnet there. But still going to start him in most of those, but you got to do wide receiver three expectations for all those. Um, Gurley was back to awesomeness. Late. Yep. Late game, yeah. So did I tell you, I, have I been through the uh, the Panthers fantasy contest I play? Yes, yes. I, yeah. I'm, I was intrigued to hear last week, yeah. Yeah, so, so. I had Gurley in, in the game against the Chiefs. That was my <laughs> one shot at Gurley for the whole year. Oh, of course. And you know how I had oh. yesterday? Because we can't make changes after we submit on Wednesday. So who did I have yesterday? You had golf yesterday. I, I had Kareem Hunt. Oh, you did. Oh, oh, yeah. ew. Right. Oh, I thought you were still sticking on the Rams point. Nah, bummer. So, yeah. Oh, and boy. I pick and I and I flipped a coin between Cooks and Woods, and I took Cooks. So, okay. Yeah. You, think, you know, it's not a disaster, but it's not great. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, enough about me. Um, anything else in this game? Uh, Goff was. Eh. Goff didn't do no. much for you. Jared Goff is, you know. When he's not forced to throw, you know, he's, he, it's not it's not a game script that they had to throw. They just kind of had Gurley there and kept close. And he he didn't look all that great, surprisingly, against the Lions. Right, which, it was shocking. Um, Stafford continues to be a guy. I don't know why anyone oh, owns God. Matthew Stafford in fantasy football anymore. Well, I had to start him two quarterback keeper league. I had to start him for Trubisky. All right, two so, quarterback. I guess you could, but even that's I had to. a stress. I, I mean, the rest of the way, if I okay, I, without looking at opponents right in front of me. Hey, Tim. Yeah. Josh Allen or Matthew Stafford. I mean, you take Josh Allen gotta, in a heartbeat. Gotta go, gotta go, Allen. Yeah. yeah. So you know, there's so yeah. many random guys you could dig ahead of him. Um, gross. Broncos, Bengals, Philip Lindsay. Wow. This just keeps getting better with this guy. Is is he the fantasy MVP? I th- based on based on based on ROI. I mean, uh, people say Mahomes, but he was drafted most most leagues. He was drafted, but pretty darn late. True. So that's. I think it's Mahomes, but but I mean, I, I, you make a good case. I'm, I usually lean ROI when I talk about fantasy MVP, right? And I think Lindsey coming out of nowhere, being that guy for me. Yeah, you picked him up after week one or two. Yep. Generally, I'm the, I'm, I'm, I'm 99 in the playoffs in the league solely because of him. Right. So, <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to think of who else could be in that mix. Ebron, <laughs> Chubb's to a good, degree, but no, Chubb. Ebron. Yeah, because Ebron's got what 11, 12 touchdowns, right? Right. Uh, Robert Woods was drafted middle round, so not him. Yeah, Woods is not really that. That's kind of meeting expectations almost. Yeah. No, I mean it's a good, it's a good one. So that's it's, uh, he's tremendous. Mm-hmm. He really is, and he's funny. He's yeah. so fun to watch. Like he 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 definitely Con- passes oh, Connor, the eye test. Connor. Probably Connor then. Oh yeah, that's also. true. Yeah. So. Yeah, I so probably go with Connor. It's like a three or four person. It's like Lindsey Mahomes Connor discussion. Yep, I think. All right, um, but this game, yeah, Lindsey again, just he just looks great too. So buck fifty seven on the ground, couple of touchdowns, awesome. Royce Freeman did carry twelve times, but he uh, but he fumbled once, and, yep. 
and there you go. I mean, every, they were going to run on the, They were going to run as much as they could on the Bengals. They were winning by a lot. These two guys splitting thirty-one carries, probably not a common occurrence. Probably not. Okay. And and then Freeman snuck into that because of game script, like you said. So. This coming week, the Broncos are at San Francisco. Oh. Then they are home <laughs> for Cleveland. Then oh they are God. at Oakland. So these are these are run friendly oh, games. But I'm I'm never other than yesterday with the Bengals who are well. I was going to say, I, I wouldn't think of more blowouts coming on the road from the Broncos, but yesterday was a blowout on the road, and I think San Francisco might be in a similar situation to Cincinnati. They, they, they might be in a little less of a hopeless thing because they're younger. I don't know. Am I reaching? Um, no, I'm with you. I mean, Lindsay, you know, expect another 100 scrimmage yard game from Lindsay. Yeah. And then we're good. So Okay. Um, other than that, we talked about Sutton. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bengals cornerbacks. I mean, it's easy. Matchup. Yeah. Downfield, so I mean, you know, only seven targets, so it's not. I mean, again, they ran a lot. I mean, Keenum only threw twenty-one times, so it's kind of hard to take anything out of this one, right? From a passing standpoint, and Sanders kind of fell flat a little bit too, which is you know a high recommendation for me in a lot of places. So sorry, guys. Right. Uh, um, AJ Green, do we have we heard uh, anything this morning? I haven't. Um, I'm looking now. But he, he was emotional when he left the field. Yeah. It's so. A shame. If you have AJ Green, don't be just be be prepared for uh, for season being over. Yeah, carted off, uh, couldn't put weight on it. Not yeah. a good sign. And I think it was not non contact, right? So, yeah. uh, with the other side, Jeff Driscoll, I was so excited about the possibility of him running yesterday. Yep, and it just didn't happen. It was a bummer. He looked he looked intriguing at times, but you know, in the picture of fancy quarterbacks, that's not really meaning much right now. Right. So. Um, Tyler Boyd, six for nine. Uzoma, I thought Uzoma was going to be a an interesting play too, and mm-hmm. it's just it's it's unless he gets in the end zone, everything's going to he's going to average like five yards a catch. It's not a big part of that offense, so no. All right, anything else in that game you like? We'll I mean, Boyd took Boyd looked like he was getting banged up a bit. Yep, he took he took a couple shots. He one one he came up with his hand looked like it hurt. I don't know. It's like he he just looked like he was a lot of sorts for a lot of it when he it was getting hit. So. Okay. Maybe watch for that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, next up, we're going to go to the Ravens and the Falcons. I was a little surprised. I thought the Falcons were going to but I say this every week. I thought the Falcons were going to give a better effort. And they Falcons did. at home, I, I took them in this one. Yeah. So, yeah. Matt Ryan did not look it. Remember, remember week one <laughs> when the buzz was that Matt Ryan was finished and, oh, my gosh, how did he fall off a cliff so fast? And then he started putting up really good fantasy numbers. And yesterday he looked really bad again. They got a fire Sarkeesian, man. He's not good for this team. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Tevin Coleman. What a you're, bust, Tevin you're Coleman. You're wasting Tevin Coleman. Yeah. Who's going who's gonna, to who's gonna be on a different team next year, probably? He, he has been such a fantasy bust. He looked so promising when, when Freeman got hurt. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, he's had randomness, big plays, really, not mm-hmm. anything sustainable. Um, Julio was a mess, if anyone counted on him yesterday. I mean, it's not going to happen often, but... Tough, tough cornerbacks, though, Baltimore. So. Tough corners, right. Um, you mentioned Lamar Jackson. So Lamar Jackson, I, I talked last week a couple of times about the, the, the stats I was expecting and what we got out of it. So last week was a QB 15 outing with 175 passing and, and 75 rushing and a touchdown on both sides. This week, we only get 125 passing. We get 75 rushing with a touchdown, and right now he's QB 10. So it was a lower-scoring week, I guess, for quarterbacks. You know, when Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady keep sinking, yes. you know, it's going to help. Well, it's so weird, both of them. Eh, 
It's 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 not it's not as weird as we should have we, we shouldn't have thought it was this weird. Really? Run first Patriots offense that's getting really good there. Gronk not really showing much through the air, and then the Packers losing, you know, skill players here and there with depth, Jimmy Graham not being the guy we thought he was, Aaron Rodgers still hobbled a bit maybe. Right. You know, it's that there's signs that they fall out of the top ten. But you know. Okay. What are the I'm gonna look up something right now. Cause the name that's Jumping out, not jumping out, cautiously tiptoeing out, mm-hmm. is Kenneth Dixon. Yes, he is. I stashed him in a keeper league last week. You did? Week. Yep. Ravens' so, offensive snap counts, I'm looking up right now because I didn't see it. Um, I've actually held him through the season on IR, actually. I'll say that. I activated him this week, but I didn't start him. So, so Gus was on the field for 41 snaps, Montgomery 27, Dixon 17. <sighs> Montgomery. <laughs> yeah, Ty Montgomery making, being a pain. That, that's why this year, Dixon, you know, it doesn't matter to stash Dixon this year as much, but right. long term, it's some, someone still to watch, I think. I think he's a little underappreciated. Um, you can't trust any Ravens pass catchers with Lamar Jackson nope. playing, much as nope. we'd like to see him play. So, nope. that's it. I mean, there's nothing else. I mean, Austin Hooper, again, solid. Yep. That, well, consistent top 12 tight end, definitely. Right. Okay. That's, that's a one, one positive about this Falcons offense this year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Titans, Jets. <laughs> Corey Davis. Is is quietly putting up a decent fantasy season? It's an evergreen statement. <laughs> but but he, I mean, last year it was all target. It was all well. The target. targets are there, and the production's going to come. The share percentage, yeah. This year, the production's there. It's not great, but he's, well, what do you, yeah. I mean, he's got. I, mean, I don't know. Four well, touchdowns. When, when you score three the last four weeks, that helps you. Yes. So, I mean, it's not, you know, yeah, he caught three passes yesterday, but it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's going okay for him. Depth, depth Probably not target, what you expected. Yeah. Right. Depth of target, not the greatest. He's actually, was 58.3% catch rate this year. Yeah. That's uh, a little, little low there, but Mariota's been erratic, so maybe there's, there's some blame that could be drawn to that. He has been. He's, he's been more erratic. I, I think he's, like I said, I, I thought that injury made his season look worse overall, but... Mm. Um, he hit a couple nice deep balls in, to Taylor in this one, though. Yes, he so, absolutely did. Yeah. Who is Anthony Fersker? Ferkser? Am I supposed to know who that is? <laughs> since I host a uh, since I host a fantasy football uh, podcast, Titan. am I supposed to know who that is? <laughs> the Titans tight end who stole a touchdown from Johnny Smith. <laughs> what is that about? He went to Harvard. I, I believe so. Yeah. Crap. We should we and, should, and, we should yeah, put him on a team with Fitzpatrick. Yeah. There you go. And John who dropped a touchdown also. So. All right. Yeah. yeah, I didn't buy the, the Anthony Ferser thing seriously. I mean, so I funny. actually saw his name last week. I'm like, what? That's weird. That's not going to happen again. Other Ferkser. Yeah, other <laughs> Ferkser is a good one. Oh, God. Um, otherwise here, uh, Crowell actually, after complaining last week, yeah, he got the ball. It, it was like, I, of all the guys that get complained and then get the ball after they complain, I would not expect it to be Isaiah Crowell. Well, the, the Jets were also up for most of this game, so they didn't really need to chuck it to McGuire a lot. Right. So there's actually a flip a flip on their usual situation. So, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, otherwise, meh. Meh. Yeah. Everything's what? meh. Whatever. Chiefs Raiders, not meh. Fun. The, the, Kelsey, the Kelsey explosion was so obvious. I mean, it was like everything lined up. That's the, that's the, it was, it's the opposite of Aaron Jones. It was so obvious for Aaron Jones that didn't pan out. It was so obvious for Kelsey and Jackpot if you had him. And he threw a nice Stone Cold Stunner celebration in there. That was nice. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> uh, after the first touchdown, he gave Anthony Sherman the stunner. So Very nice. 
Yeah, um, explain the people's elbow to, and the people's eyebrow to my son last week, but that's a related. Uh, let's we'll talk about that another. <laughs> Can we talk about it on the wrestling podcast? Yeah, that's true. I should. <laughs> that's my extended wrestling. I stopped watching wrestling in like 2001, so I'm no help. Yeah, well, I think you stopped the right time. So. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, but uh, but but yeah, Kelsey. I mean, Raiders defense is easy to pick on. So, so what do you make of where were you on Spencer Ware on Friday night? <sighs> Like, hey, rest of the season, Spencer Ware is going to be a what? High RB2. See, I thought he was going to be Stone Cold Lock top 10. Stone Cold, I like that. You keep the theme there. I know. <laughs> um, I, uh, the, the receiving isn't as good as Hunt's is, so that's kind of why I dipped him a little bit. But they really don't have any alternative going coming into this week. Right. So, so Hunt, past few weeks, past month or so, he had been – Somewhere between 80, let's say 75 and 85% of the snaps. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, Ware got 69% of the snaps. And yeah. Damian Williams got a little bit of run. Caught a I couple will, of passes. Is this... I did stash Williams a little bit, actually, to come to think of it. So maybe there was a little passing uh, alternative there. All right. So. Ware still... I, I still think he's strong. I still... I, mm-hmm. I think that, that we're going to see better than we saw yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like I said, I think he's a top 15 running back most of the time. All right. Except um, this week he's home for Baltimore. That's not easy. That's tough. Uh, maybe it'll be of a more more Chris Conley this week. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I, I'm still not I'm not scared off of where I think he just he got stuffed a couple times in, in near the goal line, so that kind of ruined him a little bit. But you know. And there's this yeah, report that CJ Anderson's coming to work out. So is Char Kendrick West. Oddly enough, the Charknado. So, I love him. Hope it's West because he'll just be the complimentary guy more so. Anderson could have a little bit better chance to do more. Right. Like of what that Ware would do. So, hope it's West. Okay. Um, the yeah. other side, not that anyone was starting Derek Carr anymore, but he had a nice game. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, that's probably just the Chiefs defense. Um, best YPA over the last month, last four games. Of course, first three touchdown game in a while. Mm-hmm. Mar- Marcel Aitman might be the key. I don't know. <laughs> go, go figure, right? Yeah. Um, Jordy Nelson, 10 catches. Yeah. I, I wouldn't get tricked into starting Jordy Nelson in week 14, though. How deep is your PPR league? Right. How deep, <laughs> exactly. I mean, don't – I just resist the urge to look at Jordy Nelson after yesterday and go, ooh, hey, this is awesome. I got to right. get him. Mm-hmm. Because until yesterday, it had been just a boatload of badness. So don't fall for it, folks. Uh, anybody else in this game? No timing, Doug Martin. And no one's, no one was starting any of these or, Raiders, and yeah. I don't want to start any of these Raiders moving forward, other than Jared Cook. Right, Cook's the Cook's the must start. You know, the top top ten tight end. I mean, Martin. You know, I I thought there could be a, a room for him in this one, but I I had a league where he's like my number four running back, so I didn't even consider him. Right. So and uh, thanks for nothing, Tyreek. Get him next week, buddy. Yeah, he, a lot of drops. Yeah. So so the Seahawks and the Niners. At one point. I, I was out and I took a quick look. I said, I quick, run a quick errand in a store or something. And I look at this, the line on the Seattle game. Look at stats and I said, Russell Wilson, four for six for 102 and three touchdowns. Going, yeah. What? <laughs> what? What is going on there? What are they running? A, like a wishbone? <laughs> so. Oh, good times. Good game, Russell Wilson. Yeah. A good, great game for 17 attempts. Right. Um, one, one, one guy asked me, you know, about starting Wilson and Lockett. I'm like, stack him. It's the Niners. So, right. I'm pretty happy how that worked out. Yeah, that worked out even though Lockett only caught one pass. 
but it was a very effective pass to catch. Yes. So. <laughs> Jaron Brown, two touchdowns. Don't fall for that one. Where is yeah, David, what happened to David Moore? I was just going to say David Moore, you know, there went that sleeper. I don't know. I, I think it's just um, – I would love to look at the snap count on that one. Didn't I see him practicing the floss on the sideline, though? He's practicing an endo. floss. <laughs> I think it was the floss, but I'm not sure. I don't know if it was the Fortnite or the floss. I can't keep track. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll find out later. I'll, I'll, I'll investigate. Ask your kids. Yeah, I will. They'll know. I mean, if I, if I see it, I'll know. I cannot <laughs> floss, by the way. I'm terrible at it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm too clumsy. So too bad. Tall. Oh, me too. I'm the worst. I have no rhythm at all. Um, all right. So Chris Carson, dislocated finger. Sounds like he's going to be okay. Yeah. Just to play through it type of thing. Um, so Penny... I wouldn't, yeah, Penny seven six. I would. That wouldn't make me say, "Hey, maybe Penny will get more work." Eh, I don't buy it. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, a flicker of me considered playing him in a league, but I didn't end up doing it. Uh, um, other side of this one, Brita. I was gonna mm-hmm. when I saw this, I was like, "Toughen up, Brita." The poor guy, he's like the Terminator. He gets hurt every week, and they drag him back on the field. <laughs> um, Tough, yeah, toughen up, even though you're carrying a team on your back. Right, carrying a team yeah. on your small How back. How dare you? Because he's a little you? dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, I guess we got to watch because I mean, if you're looking for running backs, Jeff Wilson. I mean, I don't know. It's just like when Mostert was there. I think if he's going to get the ball, right? He's well, got a most, pulse. Yeah. Well, Mostert had a little. Mostert had an intriguing skill set too, though. And right. Kyle, Kyle Shanahan guys, you, you generally look deeper into. Right. I think. But um. So next but, few, I just want to check their schedule for yeah, next few weeks. Ahead. Well, but Alfred Morris, you know, coach decision in activity. Yeah. Why? Why go to him? I think Wilson has a has a little bit of a door there. So. Home games for Denver and Seattle. Um, Denver 19th against opposing fantasy running backs. Seattle 20th against opposing fantasy running backs. Hmm. So just. And Chicago, and Chicago week 16. That's not really making me too excited. I'm looking at Jeff Wilson's college stats. Not a ton of receiving chops. Right. He caught 29 and 24 passes in his junior and senior year at North Texas. So it's not like they're throwing to him all the time. Like he's not one of those guys who you look at the numbers anyway and you go, oh, hey, he can catch the ball. Yeah. Even though he caught eight yesterday. It's just, you know, dumping off, coming back, whatever. I guess. Game script. But, I mean, Brea's not, Brea's not an overly receiver. Oh, he's, you know, he's, he's gotten a lot, plenty of them in the system, sure. But I don't, what, let's see, he's 21 catches in, in 16 games. Uh, sorry, uh, 21 catches in 12 games right. last year. But, you know, he's not, he's not like an amazing, always in a catch five pass the game type of guy either. So, you know. So are you now officially intrigued by Dante Pettis? Yeah, I think we have to acknowledge his existence, yeah. Because yeah. um, we don't I know mean, when the other guys are coming back. Right, exactly. So I, I like Pettis. a little interesting skill set. He finds the open, the soft spot in zones pretty easily. Yes. I like I, that. I agree with you. So yeah, he, he's going to be – I have a feeling Jake and I are going to talk a decent amount about Dante Pettis tomorrow. Yeah. Because as far as free agent receivers go, who would you, who would you pick up, mm-hmm. Dante Pettis or Zay Jones? I like Zay Jones' schedule a little bit better. Okay. So I'm going to go with that. All right. Um, Pats, Vikings. Pats went 24 to 10. So Rex Burkhead comes back and meddles up the Pats' backfield further. <laughs> and for even further still, thank you, James Devlin, for just killing everybody. <laughs> Some people probably missed the playoffs because of James Devlin. Oh, my God. What is that? What? Why? Why do they do that? Why? Troll a check. <laughs> Damn him. <laughs> And when yeah. people say before the before seasons, past few seasons, I know there's there's been a, people we know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna name check one Scott Pianowski, who I, I really like. Like the Pats backfield is not that muddled anymore. We know that. Okay, he just gave James Demblin two short yardage touchdowns. 
<laughs> don't tell me any more that I can trust Belichick because I don't. Oh, Sony Michel. I know, and he got the work. I get it. I understand. He did get the work. I, yeah. I mean, I understand the logic. It's just, but then this happened, and it's not the only coach that it happened. So I get it, but yeah, I think I think they, they got stuffed all on the two before each of Devlin's touchdowns. They got stuffed at least for second down, I think, or something. Yeah, it was like they, you know, they they just fell short, and then bring in the fullback, right? <laughs> so all right. Um, otherwise, in this game, so so I mean, basically though, we're at the point where with James White, what do you do with him? Because the the, the stats yesterday were fine. The PPR like PPR James White. You go, yeah, great. I don't trust that guy right now. And PPR, I think, is a flex, at least. I guess. Uh, let's see. Well, I mean, I guess the Jets, they didn't need to use him much. This this week, they at least, the matchup was better because Minnesota's a little bit better defense. So right. you figure that's a good matchup for the linebackers. But, All right. Yeah, Miami-Pittsburgh-Buffalo. Might be a Michelle game, two of the three of those. It might. Mich- Michelle think. slash Burkett. Yeah. Right. All right. Um, Josh Gordon got his touchdown. I guess that's fine. I don't like the usage. Gronk. Nope. Gronk's still not. Gronk's that old Gronk's gone. I could see him having a big postseason if he kind of works back into shape a little bit more. Okay. But uh, yeah, but for regular season, it's like uh, he's a, he's being a great blocker right now. He looks slow. <laughs> yeah. So all right. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I but Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Looks mm-hmm. strong. I know the fantasy production was not great. But Dalvin Cook looks really strong. Well, they got him into space more with those 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 eight catches. I think that's what they need to do against this defense. Right. Uh, I, I can see that more of that happening, especially um, Cousins downfield. You know, been erratic lately. So it was just at Seattle, Miami, and at Detroit. Right. I, I, that's a good setup for Cook. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, his owners have kind of been waiting for him to to really yeah. produce, and I think they're. I still think they're going to get it. I think so too. Okay. Um, Charger Steelers. That was a fun game. <laughs> yeah. No, not for you. No. Well, I, I lost my pick him on that, but it was a great game. Oh, okay. Yeah, James James Connor was like, "All right, I'm just gonna, I'm going to steal the showdown early," and then <laughs> it went from there. So James Connor, what's the? Have you heard any status? I mean, it's early Monday morning. We're, we're I'm talking at about ten thirty Eastern, right? John now. makes John makes you get up too early on Mondays, guys. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> so lower leg injury, we're not sure, but the it's a bruise initially. Yeah. The fascinating thing about this is that so next week they're at Oakland, which mm-hmm. seems like a, an easy matchup, right? Yep. Jalen Samuels mm-hmm. on Yahoo. I think it's Yahoo and I think it's only Yahoo where he has tight end eligibility. Yahoo has tight end eligibility. Not yep. CBS, not ESPN. Mm-hmm. I'm so, pretty sure it's just Yahoo. So that would be Ooh. Yeah. super duper interesting. Mm-hmm. So watch Connor before you check the waiver wire this week. Watch Connor's status very closely. But if you if you want to stash someone, Jalen Samuels to play tight end for you on Yahoo would be a <laughs> unbelievable stash. If you have like sixty bucks, keep yeah. an eye on what you might have to do with how much to drop that. That's a big payoff there. Yeah, potentially big. Payoff. I mean, yeah. if that guy plays this week and and gets twenty touches at Oakland, mm-hmm. and, and you can. Put him on your roster and and sub him in for. Yeah. I mean Austin Hooper. Mm. Great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I am, yeah. I'm still stashing Samuels in my deep dynasty league as well. Um, okay. I, I, I know our, our boy Mario Puig has been huge on him. Just you know, obviously Connor ran with things this year, but I think Samuels has the the makeup to do similar things to Le'Veon Bell to some degree. So right. 
There's oh. some speed there. We saw that nice little screen touchdown last night. You know, there's some there's, there's something to like there. Yes. If he gets an opportunity. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, on this one, otherwise, so the Eckler, the the chalky Eckler thing did mm-hmm. not work. Nope. However, so background on the Chargers, there seems to be yesterday the story was from many outlets that Melvin Gordon might be ready to return as soon as week 14. But I stashed, I grabbed Justin Jackson in fishbowl last week and I'm kind of happy I did. I mean, but th- this is a league where I'm, I'm carrying seven running backs. So, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> we we have to, yeah. we have to, it's like a 20, was it 26 player roster, 22 player roster, something I, like that. I think it was 20, but I'm not sure. You might be right. It, it's higher than the normal one. Yeah. Right. But, but this guy is, I mean, if Melvin Gordon is out again this week, I think Justin Jackson is going to get more yeah. than the eight carries he had last night. Great stack from the Rotowire player pages, which if you haven't caught up to them yet, incredible stuff. They just did the revamp a few weeks ago. Yes. 21.4% broken tackle percentage for Justin Jackson. <laughs> nice. That's And that's the, that's the full green bar, which means that's better than, you know, at least the average, if not, you know, 1% type of right. ranking there. So, yeah, re- really, really, he looked really good. Mm-hmm. So that that's the one. I mean, interior he, running much better than Eckler. If you pick him up this week, you might not get a payoff. He's one of those. You know, you right. might get this week and it might come to Friday and go, hey, Melvin Gordon's playing. You go, oh, too bad. If he could be a week 17 star, though, depending on how the, the, the Chargers playoff berth this gets locked up. true soon. if you play into week 17, if you're in one of those. <laughs> um, Keenan Allen had a huge game, but his touchdown was completely lucky. <laughs> You gotta give him props for that for that uh yeah. that adjustment though. It was yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Um other side of this one, you know, Antonio did his usual stuff. Juju not so great. But uh yeah. that's that for this game, I guess. You know, it was it was, was it was very entertaining. I think he was on Hayward's side more often. Yeah. And I think Brown of course moves around more. Got so it. that helped. All right. And uh Ryan Switzer, who had been good slot stuff, I think he was in the concussion protocol. Yep. He he was actually he went to the locker room around the same time as Connor did. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, tonight, Redskins Eagles. If you're doing yeah. a showdown, where are you going? Who's your captain? And I, I still like Wentz in this matchup. I know it's it's weird, but I think I just you know the Eagles are kind of due to have those uh, skill players step up a little bit. Okay. I think Golden Tate's gonna become a bigger bigger uh, asset here. Maybe Jeff Jeffrey with Josh Norman on him might be a little bit more to free him up. I was doing. So uh, I think mine is Josh Adams. Okay. Uh, I was, I was actually, actually reading yeah. something from, I think it was probably Roto Grinders. Mm-hmm. On a, you know, it was a it was a a, ca- a showdown captain strategy. Yep. And it basically said it it's basically it was in the type of game whether it's a slugfest, a high scoring, a blowout, stuff like that. It's true. And, yeah, you got you got to predict game flow ahead of time. Yeah, and and basically I looked at it and I said my most my my most likely outcome is is a big Eagles win. Of all the possible possibilities is where I came to. So, I, I thought Redskins' run defense is tough, though. I, I will know. say that that's true. But I mean, yeah, Adams would be a twenty-touch guy if that happened, though. Yep. If, you, if what you're saying is happening, so. All right. You, you, or you could do the Adrian Peterson really against the grain play because that <laughs> no one's true. expecting him to have a, a, a twenty carry day. That sure is against so. the grain. I agree. All right, so you have to choose between Jeffrey and Tate in a full PPR. Uh, well, it didn't work. It, it's okay now because, uh, well, here's the thing. You know, I had Jeffrey and Tate, and then the, the trade happened. So no one would trade me, and I don't want to drop either one of them. Right. They're both solid. So 
I, it looks like I'm going to have it locked up anyway, knock on wood, so I might just end up playing Tate. But I, I think Jeffrey is going to be a little bit um, snuffed out, like I said, by Norman a little bit. So. Okay. And PPR-wise, even, even with the struggles with Tate, he'll probably still catch five. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. That's it for, that's it for the wrap-up. Um, what else you got going on? Yeah, hope everybody made their playoffs or is in good position tonight to do so. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, um, got the you know typical uh, ESPN radio spot at 2.30 on Mondays. If you're going to miss it this week, you know, try to make it next week if you're still in the playoff hunt. Uh, Wednesday Wire on Facebook Live. Uh, catch me with your playoff questions this week and hope hope that I'll have enough of people to, to justify doing it the last couple weeks that, that I've helped enough of you guys. Uh, doing a lot of baseball stuff uh, behind the scenes right now. Um, yeah, just... Uh, well, of course, doing the wrestling podcast. If you guys want to check that out in this ring, uh, if you have the interest, want to talk about Stone Cold Stunners with me, it'd be great. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's good times and it's the holidays and you know, I like the busy baseball football start that's leading into Christmas. It's always nice. So, yeah, good times. Are we gonna? I wonder for week seventeen. I wonder if you and I are gonna do a a, a Christmas Eve morning show. I think I think we're on Christmas Eve's okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it is too. Well, it puts everybody in a good mood to begin with. So exactly, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I got I got to get ready for my. If I told you about the Christmas Eve party at my house, uh, I'm sure it's a blowout. It's a blowout. <laughs> North Carolina style blowout. Yeah. It, I make pizza, and over Ooh. the over the last, I mean, last year I made eleven pizzas. Nice, and like artisan, like 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 thin crusty style, or like I, I just roll it. I it's basically I make either I make a white clam pizza that I've learned nice. from a place in Staten Island. That's, that's that's a good Christmas Eve touch right there. Yeah, I, yeah. especially yeah. My my mo- I tell my mom who's Italian like, "There's your fish. That's it." Um, <laughs> yep. But uh, and and cheese pizza. But it's grown from. I mean, it started with a few friends, and last year we had seventy people. That's it. Come on. Right. I know. <laughs> and this year it might be more because I got more new neighbors, so it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Nice. I'm gonna. Have to- you, you, you gotta you got you gotta give me the full menu that morning. That's you know, it. It's of, it's cheese pizza and yeah. clam pizza, and everybody oh. else brings stuff. Oh, all right. That's cool. That's it. Nice. And it's just me standing at my, it, there's an island in my kitchen and me standing there chatting with people and making pizza and hanging out. My favorite day of the year. Yeah. A lot of people like Christmas Eve more than Christmas Day. And I, I can see that. Big party. Yep. yep. A lot of fun. Um, by the way, one more thing. Your New Orleans radio appearance. Are you going to open it with How About Them Cowboys? Yeah. I, well, I, I did talk, talk a little trash to them last week. So really? I to keep going. Good deal. That was yeah. impressive. Um, that's that defense is um, you know I'm getting my Leighton Vanderesh jersey soon I think so. yeah I, I don't blame you you should <laughs> like, well, although you know me being a Notre Dame guy you know Jalen Smith also it's just yep. you know when Lee comes back at least he'll be the third best of those three Lee although and, I will and Irving's I will, back when uh, I, I haven't checked on that but but it's you know a lot, a lot of playmakers now on that defense see they, that looked to be a the about three weeks ago the conventional wisdom was that the the top NFC wild card was going to have an easy game. Right. Not so much. Yeah. Uh, I will say that they got to, you know, the rest had to clean up those uh, helmet to helmet stuff. Yes, they absolutely do. Even my Cowboys have gotten away with too much of that. Yep. So I'll, I agree. I'll lead with that. <laughs> All right, folks, listeners can get a free 10-day RotoWire trial, rotowire.com slash pod. There's no credit card needed for that. That lets you check out nearly all the features on the site. Take a look now, rotowire.com slash pod. Uh, folks, if you like the podcast, please leave us reviews and ratings wherever you're listening. And thank you for listening to this edition of the RotoWire Fantasy Football Podcast. Like I said earlier, Jake and I are going to be here on Tuesday looking at some of those free agents, Jalen Samuels, Dante Pettis, lots of guys like Josh Allen, baby. So come on mm-hmm. back then. For Tim Heaney, I'm John Halpin. See you next time. 
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.